0: Will Yo, like I
1: am like a weapon What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. We're the Giving Ghost. We represent honor and draw strength from those who've gone before. We advocate for the invisible and voiceless. The Giving Ghost Project, if you're just tuning into this show is a collaborative charitable effort to increase awareness of human trafficking and raise funds to support rescue and rehabilitation operations by anti-trafficking organization Operation Underground Railroad. That's the organization we're supporting this year. And uh, we've created a full-length album, me and several other awesome, incredible musicians in support of this cause to be released on Thanksgiving Day. And so along with this, we're inviting all of our listeners, all of our viewers, if you're watching this, to take the Signs of Trafficking training it says free training, takes about an hour. It's offered by Operation Underground Railroad. And donate on the fundraising page once sets up to help fund a rescue operation. I have to say, this is I'm here with Elijah Douglas, aka I V, and it has been awesome working with these incredible musicians. It's taken over a year, but it's really been like a dream team, honestly. Like I love work. I was we we're talking about before we started recording how it's just when you bring More, the more creative people you bring together, the more potential it has to just like explode, like exponentially and be awesome in my experience. Yeah, but as we're going, as the release date for the album is coming closer and closer, I've been interviewing several of the other artists. So I I did um, Spectre and brandon pope was the most recent and natalie dixon so yeah i'm here with elijah douglas aka iab hey How everybody you? doing good doing good excited for this opportunity oh, awesome uh good to have you here i feel like i've, I've actually never seen you face-to-face all, like all the collaboration we've ever done has been like remotely so. yeah over text and everything yeah
0: <laughs> i feel like everything would go so much smoother you know if we were closer together but it's yeah like what you're saying it's just all been through messaging and stuff like that so making it work though
1: you know mm-hmm. um i guess let's just give the uh the listeners some intro an intro to you for sure uh, you know all the most important questions um <laughs> first of all where are you from?
0: So I, uh, I was born in, uh, in Michigan. I'm adopted, so my parents were living in Indiana at the time. But anyway, I grew up in, uh, in Kentucky, so my dad's been a pastor there for a while. So
1: All right, that's awesome. And uh, next very important question, how do you pronounce um, P-E-C-A-N? Pecan?
0: <laughs> I guess that's, how, you, that's how, how I pronounce it, pecan.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. I'm afraid you failed that, that question it's it's pecan pecan. oh <laughs> you know
0: i was actually i was actually joking around with my wife like we were talking and uh and i and i was like reading over this whole the outline and stuff and it said or i guess pecan or whatever and i jokingly said pecan you know
1: man i could have gotten it right <laughs> Uh you're that you're that close no nah, i'm like a little extra on this. I'll argue with people about this about this. Thing. So, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. what about pineapple on pizza? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That is absolutely awful man <laughs> no i'll i'll
0: eat supreme all day but man pineapples man i like them and I, I like them separate like maybe put some pineapples on the side of the pizza but no not on the pizza man,
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you're killing me bro <laughs> uh, i'm just kidding uh let's let's get into the more deep stuff so how'd you get into music Have you started rapping writing lyrics all that
0: Yeah. So I, uh, man, rap and stuff like that wasn't when I was growing up, that kind of wasn't a thing, I guess, like in my circle, like nobody really listened to rap or anything like that. But my, uh, I guess one of my dad's friends kind of introduced, there was a, 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 uh, a guy named Shylan, he's a Christian rapper. And so my dad kind of got introduced to him. And once I listened to him, I was like, I kind of, I guess, fell in love with it. And in words, like the uh, man, I just kind of I like the genre. He's more more of an artist that like talks about like the Bible and more scripture. Really, and, right, right, right. And I and I kind of when I first started writing because like that was pretty much the only thing I knew about rap. Like I didn't know anything about secular rap or anything like that. So that's kind of where I started from started being like very biblical and everything, which was great. But I think now as I've grown, I've just lived a lot more life, of course. And so now I, uh, just growing up i think i've gotten a little bit more deeper with music and enabling myself to uh i guess talk about like my feelings and uh and my shortcomings and everything like that so but of course i still want to keep like the the central of the gospel and you know my core beliefs and then whoever listens to it listens to it you know and so yeah man
1: yeah, that's awesome yeah i'm actually uh was one of the first rappers i heard too <laughs> oh really <laughs> i like that one about like it's like about the passover or something uh i can't remember i haven't heard him in so long (laughs) Uh, it's a good one to look up though i'm gonna have to look that up after this because it's been like six years yeah yeah he's he's
0: a little he's one of those uh that first kind of did like the christian rap kind of thing
1: yeah that's cool but uh, yeah, I can I um I can definitely tell that your music has gotten more like deeper and I mean not to say that the beginning stuff wasn't either but I, mm-hmm. I it's you've like progressed a lot and I really like your newest stuff. Time for making music is kind of short these days for, right. for but uh, yeah everybody really needs to look this guy up for the listeners really good stuff. Um, so what does IAV stand for? So I had come
0: up with this. So 2014 is when I started getting on YouTube and releasing some. Music and stuff. So I just wanted to have some kind of, kind of unique name, I guess. And um, all I could pretty much come up with is IAB, which is I'm a Believer. And so in recent days, I kind of, especially like on social media and stuff, I haven't really put myself out there as IAB, just because it doesn't really um, that like it could be so much broader. I feel like just because like well, I had like somebody ask me like, you know, what are you a believer in? You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where I started from when I first started. I just kind of needed a name so I just kind of went with IAB I'm a believer and just kind of assumed everybody would know like oh he's talking about he's a believer in Jesus but you know you can be a believer in a lot of different things which I think it it can be broadened just because like I I believe in uh, like just just what I can do as an artist and you know what I'm a believer in like what other people's like I I trust like Simon for example of putting music out with him I know he's always going to come through and, and who I collab with so anyway Anyway, that's kind of a little bit more broad than what I wanted to go into, but yeah, that's what it stands for.
1: Cool. I mean, simplistic, I guess, but I, I like it. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get into some of these songs. So we got you got two songs on the album, one of which uh, we actually used last year for the event. We did, last, we did like a live stream virtual concert kind of along the same lines, but we didn't make an album this year. We're bringing a lot of those songs back and making a whole bunch more. And uh, this this first one was one of the originals from the, the first year. It was in like the trailer and stuff. Right. And it's called Hazardous. Can you tell us all a little bit, just a little bit about the production? process creative process just to kind of give us an overview
0: right right yeah so i heard the the instrumental i didn't make myself but i kind of just kind of put my own touch to it but his uh the producer's name is gabriel ramirez and uh i saw it on uh he had like promoted it or something on instagram and so i had emailed him and said hey man let's get to work on this and so yeah he uh he let me uh use the instrumental and then a couple years later 2019 is when i was i pretty much had it ready to be released and everything there was an opportunity for me to have it critique with a with the platform like a well-known platform and yeah man they they gave me like a two out of ten when they critiqued it and everything so that kind of that kind of put me down i didn't really want to release it after that but yeah this year um and even with like what you were saying last year i uh i pretty much just embraced it and just sent it out for whoever wanted to listen to it to listen to it just kind of like one of those things it's like i don't really care what other people what what that person was saying you know so anyway that's kind of like a little bit of the background of like me releasing it.
1: yeah i mean i don't know about the critics but this was probably my second favorite song other than um uh the one we did together uh no no it's one that you, it was like when you did man i cannot remember the name that's kind <laughs> of rough. <laughs> the
0: final score oh okay okay yeah that was yeah the the last one from uh from that album The score. that
1: was like that was my favorite song by you i think for yeah. a while and then hazardous was like my second awesome so, awesome anyways <laughs> we'll have to talk about this new song too because that, that's like up there yeah man yeah well let's get into the lyrics uh hazardous a bit so yeah we just got a few little bit here you can just help us kind of break this down so beware of the blood on the floor that's from my wounds do i have your attention now yeah i'm
0: hazardous so when i had come out with a song from the same album that simon was talking about the final score and um you know it, it was it was more i had opened up quite a bit and was kind of explaining like how nervous i was i guess about releasing uh music that i have Done before, so wounds is kind of one of the things I was using as an example of like past things that had happened and stuff like that. So just using the beware of the blood on the floor. That's from my wounds. Just kind of saying like I have my wounds, I have my scars you know, like I'm not, I'm not perfect either. And so, yeah, that's, that's just kind of like a uh, a visual of just kind of like my past, my failings and stuff like that. And so um, the, do I have your attention now? Yeah. I'm hazardous. You know, that's just kind of just a phrase, like I'm here, you know, for outside listeners and everything, like to have your attention.
1: I uh, I totally skipped the first line. I was like, until you get to know me, I think I'm cool. So I, I'm assuming that's kind of going along the same lines.
0: Right. And that's just kind of going into, um, yeah, I think some people like they see the outside of me, I guess, and see like, Oh man, this guy's a great person. You know, he's, he's, he's awesome. And so that was just kind of a phrase like saying, you know, you might think I'm cool, but until you really get to know me and like, know, like, Oh wow. Like he's, he's a sinner, just like everybody else, you know? So that's kind of like, was just kind of broadening that just a little bit. The hazardous song was pretty much just the show everybody, you know, like I'm hazardous. I'm, I'm a sinner, just like everybody else, you know?
1: That's, that's really cool to hear the backstory of that. That is very relatable. Mm-hmm. or they kind of want to have that perfect image for everybody else mm-hmm. i definitely think that leads to like it leads to dangerous situations people hiding the things that they're struggling with right i'm guilty of that too i mean absolutely but i guess let's go ahead and go to coming out children unless you got anything else on that one
0: no no that's 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 good
1: so the next one this is the newest one We that's not released it's gonna be on the album I just shortened it to Come me All Children because, you know, that sounds catchy. Right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but um, let's talk about that one. So I, I guess I started the the beat on this one. So I'll, I'll start off. I made the beat using a sample from a song called Come Me Children of the Lord. It's and layered some stuff over it. It was a project I've been working on for a, like a year and a half. I didn't know what to do with it. I was like, this beat's too weird. Like, what the heck am I supposed to do? I don't know how to rap <laughs> over this. I don't okay. know how to... Thing over this except for like the chorus and so I, I was like I'm just gonna like leave this here forever and maybe something laughing with it yeah but I like messaged Elijah several months ago and I was like hey man I'm doing that project again you want to be part of it and like sure so I sent him. okay I'll send him like five different instrumentals that I'm working on of course you chose like the most difficult one <laughs> <laughs>
0: I listened to all five of those like a thousand times and I cannot I couldn't figure out like I would start some lyrics on one. And then, yeah, once I got pretty much got on top of that one, I was like, yeah, I think this one's the one. Yeah, it was killer. That's
1: good yeah you nailed it though i was like when i first heard that i was like dang like i didn't like because i didn't know how anybody was gonna rap it. <laughs> like a weird fast kind of tempo to
0: it right like, yeah it took me it took me a little bit i had like written out a whole like the whole song and then i went to record it and it didn't like layer right and i was like whoa like what am i doing wrong and then i kind of once i was able to figure it out but yeah like what you were saying it's, it's just kind of like that weird kicking everything to it so it's kind of trying to get it to work it's kind of it was a little difficult, but it, it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. It, it, you kind of talk about that in the song. If, if I'm, I mean, I'm assuming that's what you're talking about when you're like talking to the beats, like it's a therapist. I grab my lap coat when I do this experimenting with the speeds.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Dif- the different speeds of the beat and just kind of how I laid out everything was just kind of different with every part. So yeah.
1: Yeah. It was dope. I mean, so after uh, Elijah sent the lyrics over, I was like, ah! and um, I, got my, <laughs> I just like immediately instant creative burst. I was like, okay, I know what we need to do. I got yeah. my friend Lucy Burton and uh, we recorded just like a simple little like vocal, ooh, like kind of track to it. Yeah. Like, filled in some of it and um, turned out sick, I thought. So yeah, thanks for helping me with that. <laughs> <laughs> really the breakthrough but uh, let's talk about the lyrics yeah so um we got class we're in session it's time to pay attention if you think for a second how god looks down at our problems it's okay to admit you're lost that means you don't know where to go god's a father figure follow his footprints like in the snow
0: so that first part is just kind of like everybody like quiet you know it's time to pay attention because this is kind of like like leading up to this i think like this is like one of the main things i think i wanted to i wanted to say so that was kind of like uh okay like now like more than ever like this it's time to pay attention so Um, and then going into it if you think for a second how God looks down at your problems like of course God is omnipresent I believe that but I think everybody when you think of God you know you can kind of imagine him like above everything so like if he's looking down at your problems and everything like they seem so small to him compared to how big God is you know that's kind of where I was going with that is like if you think for a second you know how God how how God is how God is looking at your problems not to say that God is minimizing your problems or anything like that he's still there for you but just thinking about that like knowing like God is looking at this like it's so small compared to how big he He is and everything, and then just saying it's okay to admit you're lost. I think, especially growing up, I think a lot of some people in my circle were told it's not okay to say that you're you're lost or you're struggling or doubting or having anxieties and all this stuff. So that's just kind of like a comfort thing to say, you know, it's okay to admit you're lost and you don't know, you know, what the next step is or where you're going. You know, that's okay. Uh, You're not alone in that because I mean, there's there's definitely moments in my life where I. I was like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know like where I'm going to be in the next weeks or months or year. So I've definitely been there. So that was just kind of a comfort to say, you know, it's okay to know that you're, to admit that you're lost. And so, and then that's going into the... Next part, God's a father figure, follow his footsteps like in the snow. So that actually came from, I can't remember the artist's name now. But anyway, at the end of one of an artist's song, he had said something on the lines of that where having a father just going before their sons, their daughters, you know, follow and putting those footprints in the snow and then the, their kids, you know, following their father's footsteps. So that's kind of where I was coming from because God for his sons and daughters, I mean, he, he's our father, you know, God's already, I don't know exactly how I'm trying to say this (laughs) pretty much just, (laughs) just like how the verse is saying, you know, just follow his footsteps.
1: That's awesome. (laughs) I didn't even, that's really cool to to hear that reference. Cause I mean, the song's like come you children of the Lord. Right. Exactly. Um, and I guess in the context of the the project fighting against human trafficking we'll probably talk about this a little more but yeah like admitting your loss I mean for all of us everybody that's a good thing just to kind of admit the reality uh, especially for someone who's stuck in trafficking like dang you gotta you can't pretend like things are okay right I've definitely. mentioned this in the two like several previous podcasts it's the sad sick reality that a lot of human trafficking happens between people who already like the victim and the abuser already know each other mm-hmm. and that's it's it's kind of it's sick and it's pathetic right People from the outside might think it looks fine but if you admit that things aren't okay um, that can be kind of a way to start right yeah exactly okay so uh, let's go to the next verse we got i was living in the basement depending all on my parents had to get up had to face it full-time job by age of 18 workaholic got my apartment found the keeper had to ring it i guess i'll go ahead and just finish off with the last one <laughs> That's all to say. Don't be lazy. God's given you gifts. Don't abuse them. Got a past. You can still be amazing. I know people who survived abuses and now getting their college educations
0: yeah so uh yes just at the beginning of that second verse you know i was living in the basement i mean that was just reality i mean i had been living in my parents basement all my dependence was on them you know i was working here and there but i wasn't making my own living so yeah you just had come to that point where you're just like man like i gotta get up on my own you know i gotta do this and a lot of that motivation was at the end there found a keeper had to ring it you know i got married in december of last year so my my wife was my biggest motivation of you know you know, getting that, getting my full-time job when I was 18, doing everything I could to make that happen, to make sure that she was going to be provided for and everything. And so I said all that, you know, not to, it wasn't to brag and say, you know, I'm this great guy, you know, I'm out here, you know, working my butt off and everything and getting married and everything. It was more of just saying, you know, that's all to say, don't be lazy. Just laziness is kind of like a thing that irritates me, I guess. Like I, when I see somebody that has the potential to be great and everything and they're they're being lazy you know i I think it could be irritating so that was kind of god gives us all gifts and uh and so we should use them of course and then the next part got a pass you could still be amazing you know we all have pasts and especially with people you know for like this whole project and everything aiming towards just the exposure of human trafficking you know like everybody's got a pass but no matter what you've gone through or anything you know you could still be amazing you can still chase the things that you that you're longing to pursue and so uh, and then going into the next part is pretty much just saying like just an example of how you could be amazing because I know people who have have different backgrounds of abuses and so in that next line you know just saying you know I know people who survived abuses but even they are able to overcome that past and pursue what they want you know college education and I know other people who have overcome abuses and now they're uh, I mean they've gotten like their own house they've gotten wives like it's just you could still be amazing no matter what
1: that's freaking awesome freaking awesome i love those last few lines like like empowering yeah awesome job on the song the lyrics i love it i think everybody's gonna love this song i'm really really excited for everybody to hear it me too me too so uh for both of these songs you know in the context of this project what would you want somebody who is stuck in trafficking stuck in abuse to think and feel should they hear them i mean you kind of already talked about this a little bit but Mm -hmm. so yeah hazardous i think
0: i touched about about it a little bit earlier but talking about how like i had opened up about open up my wounds and everything from the song before the court and so i guess through that just know it's okay to to open up about those things i mean i know of course i've never i've never had that level of uh, of abuse before so i'm I don't, i'm not in your shoes but it's okay to talk about those things you don't have to feel ashamed you know everybody's got their past and so yeah i think just being able to know like you're, they're able to open up and they don't have to keep everything locked inside. And then from the second song, just knowing you're not the, you're not the only one, you know, i had said, you know, I know who people who have survived abuses. So like, I know for sure, you know, there's other people out here who, who have suffered different degrees, uh, maybe not the same exact as others, but they've still, you know, they're not alone out there. They've, there's other people that have suffered like that. And like what I had said in the song too, like you can overcome it and you don't have to be held back from the past experiences
1: dude one thing that that really stuck out to me when you just said that is with this project but you know also just you know life in general we got to stick together like mm-hmm. you got stuff you're going through i got stuff i'm going through right um, people stuck in trafficking certainly have things they're going through and um we got to we have to rely on we have to turn to each other to help each other and to rely on each other for strength mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest things i want to convey with this project is you know we have a lot of different musicians coming together, and um, we all care about what's going on with this. We all want to do something about it. We, we're trying to we're trying to help,
0: right? And one way, of course, that all the listeners and everybody can help is just taking like what Simon was saying. This this human trafficking. I can't think of the word. This one hour training. That's what I was trying to say. This one hour training. Taking that, just getting more educated. I mean, there's just a lot of different things they talk about, but even taking that can can help just so then, you know, out, you're out in the world and you see something a little odd, then you know, okay, I can step in and try to help. So anyway, that's just one way of, of being able to know. Okay. You can, you can help.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Go to our, our slash training guys. It's awesome. Signs of human trafficking, recognizing, uh, recognizing those signs. pre-training. Um, just like Elijah said, you know, we got to be able to recognize things like this and, um, know what to do in the situation. Cause I know for me personally, before I took that training, I just kind of was like, okay, First of all, how am I even supposed to know what's going on? Second of all, even if I do see something, like what am I supposed to do? That's one of the biggest outcomes of this project we're hoping for. If you don't do anything else, if you don't donate to the, the cause, at least take the training. Did you have any, I guess, other thoughts from taking that training yourself, Elijah?
0: I don't know. I think my initial thoughts was just that it could be anybody. And that, if that's kind of experience wise too. It, it doesn't matter what setting, you know, if you see something, odd, you know, then you can like taking the training and everything you're, you're, you can step in and you can, you can have a voice because it can happen in any setting. You know, I've seen, I mean, it, it, I mean, it could happen anywhere. I mean, there's obviously some, some things even happen within the church where like, you'd be like a place that you wouldn't ever think anything like that would happen but yeah i think that that was one of the big things is just like knowing like wow this could be happening right next to me and i wouldn't i i didn't do anything before or i could i could do something i guess now that with with the training and everything now that more confident in what i what I, what i can see so
1: All right. Awesome. Well, I think uh, we're basically closing up now, guys, uh, for you guys listening. So again, we're just going to ask you, please take the training. The uh, fundraising page will be up soon. We've had a little bit of issues setting that up, but um, once it is set up, you'll be able to link to it from one of the podcast episodes and be able to donate to this organization. Operation Underground Railroad is awesome. You can learn about them at ourrescue.org. They they rescue people stuck in trafficking. They provide aftercare and they help them live normal, happy lives afterwards. They They truly are freaking awesome. (laughs) And um, donate to that. The album will be dropping around Thanksgiving. So until then, share this podcast with as many people as you possibly can. Share that album when you get to it, um, when it drops. Just be sure to jam Hazardous, Come Y'all Children, the second song. You can listen to the other episodes if you'd like. We have some more. We're going to we have more of these. So yeah, I guess any final thoughts, Elijah?
0: Man, I'm excited to hear the the rest of the album and everything, man. I can't wait till that comes out. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I definitely, I wanted to jump on board as soon as I heard about this and just how, man, just how everything is worked out and the songs coming out and everything, so I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I'm really glad that you could make it on it because, I mean, I definitely, I mean, for one, you added a ton to the album, and, um, and two, I, I, I know you're like a busy guy. So <laughs> I really, really, really appreciate you being part of it. Thanks for being on the podcast as well had some really good conversations and then to the listeners glad to have you as part of this project uh, again please share this is about <laughs> and when you share like your, these songs you might hear a song you really like it'll be tempting to just share the song share the song and like talk about the message because that's what this is really about it's about helping people stop um, who are trapped in trafficking and, and abuse we gotta make a difference you know let's do this and we will catch you next time see ya peace and now getting their college education